You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. The following is a Hoop Bowl presentation. of today in sports betting it is two o'clock on the east coast and my name as always is iris silver you can find me on twitter at iris silver magic i got my main man devin ellington d-a-l-e-007 with me today what's up mr bond oh man you know this is weird we're in the same time zone for the first time this is inaugural right now uh i'm in atlanta now you're still in miami so this is kind of cool it's kind of weird but kind of cool Love it, man. Love it. Let's, uh, before we get into today's episode, let's just uh, give a shout out to our sponsors over at manscaped.com. They got the new and improved lawnmower 3.0 with their water resistant technology. I, man, I love mine. I know, Devin, you've mentioned that you love yours. Go pick one up today at manscaped.com. Get 20% off free shipping. If you just uh, go ahead and type in the promo code hoopball 20 hoopball two zero at manscaped.com, get 20% off and free shipping. Devin, we had a fantastic weekend, opening weekend, college football week one, and a uh, little NFL as well to cap it off. We, uh, I, I posted uh, some plays on Twitter. We went three and one in those plays. I uh, had a couple others on the action app that if you followed along were winners as well. Devin, I know you're excited about today talking, you know, maybe uh, flex a little bit. I know your NCAA picks did pretty, pretty well. I was pretty high on the Raging Cajuns as well. Uh, I got down on that pretty hard. We did, uh, we did, we did a nice job this weekend. Uh, any uh, memorable bets for you besides the Raging Cajuns? Ira, I got one word for you, buddy. Chanticleers. Chanticleers. Those roosters, man. Those teal roosters. I told you. I told you. I told you. I told a lot of people, but I'm just glad it panned out because I would have looked like a fool. Man, they, they made a statement when uh, two years in a row beating KU and they're just moving on up into the FBS. They're getting a lot of notoriety. So uh, that plus 220 money line and then I took the plus seven. It, it was probably the best bet I had all weekend. And you know, yeah, I wanted to I actually, shout out. Uh, got down on. Sorry, go ahead. No, no, I was gonna say I actually got down on Kansas uh, second half line, so that yeah. that worked out well. For and me. I actually had a little scare there at the end, but good thing you didn't listen to me uh, on that because we talked offline. You got my opinion on it. I I responded late, so I you know 
I don't apologize because you pulled the trigger already and it worked out. But, uh, you know, just to, you know, continue this exciting conversation about Coastal Carolina and Kansas, I wanted to shout out a follower and a listener of ours because he tailed me on it. And, uh, you know, he even said he had no idea who Coastal Carolina was. But his uh, Twitter handle, guys, you know, at Dude Goods, uh, just the way it sounds, D-U-D-E-G-O-O-D-S. Uh, the guy's been loyal and listening for a few months now. Uh, he's been riding high with us, making some money with us. And uh, it, it's just good to get this love, you know. And it, it, the good and the bad, they all kind of come. But whenever we get some loyal listener love, it's always fun and exciting. Yeah, speaking of loyal listeners, my boy uh, Adam Kirk, he, uh, yeah, he's a yeah. loyal listener. So uh, shout out to him. He had a nice weekend. Uh, he tailed some stuff and we had a good time. So, yeah, shout out to all the loyal listeners out there. Feel free to interact with us on Twitter. Uh, again, I'm at Iris Silver Magic. Devin's at DALE007. We're also at Hoopball Gaming on Twitter. Follow us along for live plays, et cetera. Um, Devin, we got some Monday night football to talk about. You want to start with that or you want to kick it off with a little baseball? Let's just let's, let's roll right along with the football. It treated us well this weekend. Let's refresh the folks what we talked about on Friday night and just you know, kind of see where our heads are at now. All right, we got the Pittsburgh Steelers against the New York football Giants. Giants plus six and a half, over under 45 in this one. Uh, I think it could be a shootout here. I would lean to the over. I might not play it, but that's my lean here. I've already played the New York football Giants, so uh, give me the plus six and a half all day. I think they might win this game out right here at two, two plus 210. Yeah, yeah, I like that call. I'm, I'm feeling confident. I'm, I'm feeling um... – what what's that guy's name? He wasn't week one, but uh, the dangerous guy waking up feeling dangerous. Baker Mayfield was not dangerous week one, but I'm feeling dangerous, and I like the Giants in this spot. I'm gonna back them at plus six. Um, the steam has come down to full two points on the under. I got it right at the middle of under 46. I think that the Giants have an underrated front seven. Ben Big, Ben Big, wow, Big Ben coming back. Um, you know, it's it's. Week one, weird stuff happens. Half half units, guys. Yep, I'm rolling with the Giants tonight. I'm I might play the over. I'm not sure on that one yet. But speaking of your boy Baker, uh, I did a little tweet over on the Twitter app about uh you know I'm a big fan of uh you know I'm a big fan of Joey Molinero from yeah, Barstool yeah. Sports. Gave a little. I told him he needs to put another Baker Colin Coward video. Uh, Baker, he's one of us. I love I love his <laughs> stuff. Yeah. Love his impressions. Shout out to Joey over there doing great stuff at Barstool. Big fan. Um, but yeah, no, uh, Baker, Baker is just, man, I, that was rough. He's just, I can't even put it into words how bad he was, how bad the, the Browns were. Uh, I think I could probably play in the NFL if uh, that's the standard. <laughs> um, you know, not to deviate too much, and we got another Monday night game to talk about, but I just kind of wanted to get one of your biggest surprises from week one in the NFL, maybe a player performance or uh, fantasy, maybe a DFS guy or a team in general, you know, um, what, what did you think? Yeah, actually, uh, really impressed. I mean, if you, if I know we, uh, this is our first year covering the NFL for the pod, but, uh, I was a big proponent, a big fan of Garner Minshew last year. Yeah, uh, I loved yeah. him coming out. I loved him coming out of college. You know, I'm a big Pac-12 guy. He transferred there. I mm-hmm. uh, played well his last season, got drafted. Um, but, uh, you know, big fan. 
I love LaVisca Chenault as well. I underrated how good that Jacksonville Jaguars team uh, really was. I mean, I don't know if it's a byproduct of the Colts being so bad. Uh, Phillip Rivers is just a terrible choice for them. I think they should have just kept rolling with Jacoby Brissett. But, uh, you know, it is what it is. And uh, I'm, 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 a, I'm a mustache Minshew kind of guy. I, I like the guy. I, I, like his, I like his style, his moxie. Uh, I might be looking up at the Jaguars moving forward after that uh, really nice uh, competitive game that they had over the weekend. And with everything they lost on defense, specifically up front, uh, granted, they had a really great draft also, in my opinion. They got some guys to kind of fill in. But, you know, losing, you know, Yannick and Jacque, um, and then, you know, just a couple of years ago, Malik uh, Jefferson, you know, it's just this line in the front seven continues to, you know, Paul Pazlozny retiring a couple of years ago. It's just they keep losing. You're talking, you're talking, about, you're talking about Malik Jackson? Jackson. I said Jefferson. That was a basketball player. Malik Jefferson was a basketball player. I actually, I, actually went to, uh, I actually went to college with Malik. Oh, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I've met him. I mean, not friends or anything, but, yeah, I met him a yeah. couple times. I think he was in one of my classes sure. at uh, Southern Cal, so that was fun. And then I think he transferred – I don't know. I think he transferred to Tennessee or something. I can't remember. That but sounds Yeah, like no, I, I – he's a beast. He's a beast. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, no, I, I'm very surprised about this Jacksonville J- Jaguars team. I'm looking, uh, I'm looking for some value maybe in their line moving forward. I've already placed one bet for NFL Week 2 if you're interested in hearing. I am very interested, Ira. Please do not tease. Not to get, yeah, not to get sidetracked on the Monday Night Football, but uh, I've already, pl- I've already got, I've already got down on the Vikings plus three against the Colts. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Is, are the Vikings on the road in that one? They are on the road plus three. I don't think that that is a uh, mm. a realistic line. I think it should be lower. Yeah. Maybe Colts minus one. Mm-hmm. Um. I don't think that the home field advantage is really quite there right now, especially with no fans in the stands and, uh, you know, playing at the racetrack. uh, I don't, you know, even though Green Bay kind of blew out Minnesota, I mean, I know the final score wasn't really a blow, but it really was. um, I think that Minnesota is the better team here. I would look for them to win outright in this game as well. Yeah, man. Great call early on by Ira. You want to talk a little bit about Tennessee, Denver? Tennessee Titans against the Denver Broncos plus three on the Broncos side minus three Tennessee over under 41 here uh man it seems like the whole world and their mom is on Tennessee Titans for this one yeah I'm kind of intrigued about maybe taking the other side betting against Uh, betting against betting against the pub I'm just gonna make a you know general statement under you know opinion here the game's in Denver. We all know about the air and the, you know, atmosphere and the pressure and all that. This was not a normal offseason, as we've harped already so far in week one about. The conditioning that these guys missed out on, I think, is going to be huge going from, you know, humid, sticky Nashville all the way over to thin, you know, higher up, elevated Denver. You know, we, we say it all the time every NFL season teams going to Denver this that the third but I think it's specifically more important this year because of the shortened conditioning and um, you know look for someone to step up in the spot that Von Miller you know left with his knee injury which that that really stinks I was really excited to see him uh, him and Bradley Chubb are out so they they got to get some pass rush, pass rush from somewhere 
but I like the Denver. Sorry, don't mind too. me. I'm just taking. Yeah, don't mind me. I'm just taking a sip of my uh, my Coke Zero here. They're not oh. sponsors of the show or anything. Yeah. Um, but Coke yeah, right no, I'm big. Uh, nice. I like uh, I like Denver here. Yeah, yeah. I, I, for all the reasons you're talking about, Denver is a tough, tough place to play. We saw it time and time again last year. Even though I thought they were horrible last year. Um, you know, they get big wins at home. If people yeah. just are not used to playing there and uh, give, give me the altitude, give me the guys in Denver who are used to playing there. Mm-hmm. Give me the no endurance, no conditioning really in this off season here. I'm going to take a chance here with Denver plus the points in this one. Uh, no opinion on the total. I've got a lean. But, to uh, yeah, under. man, I'm excited. Oh, okay, lean to the under. It's, yeah. a, it's a low total in this one, but could be could be a nice play for the under. Sure, sure. Uh, we got some baseball talk about, Devin, and I know you're the baseball guru, so let's uh, let's jump into it right right away. We got Cody Ponce and the Pittsburgh Pirates taking on Cincinnati and Trevor Bauer in game one of a doubleheader. Uh, Cincinnati minus 240 here over under six runs in this one. Any thoughts for you? I I I know you don't like the doubleheader games, but there's sure. a few of them to go over here. Yeah, I'm not there's... a big fan of this one. I'm going to pass on this one. Sure. Yeah, so I'm passing on this first game, but the game, the second game of this doubleheader is actually one of my favorite games to bet on tonight. And when you see who's pitching and where he's pitching at, I think you'll understand. All right. Next game on the board, we got the Atlanta Braves in Tucson against Jorge Lopez and the Baltimore Orioles. Atlanta's minus 160. Baltimore plus 130, over under 10 runs in this one. Uh, you got to think that the over is in play here with these two batting teams. Yeah, I um, I like that a lot, specifically because Baltimore, the last, I think it was 10 games, as a team, they're allowing 6.32 earned runs. So, you know, you see the wheels starting to come off a little bit for the Orioles team. They were exciting. You know, they, they had some steam and they were beating some teams. I backed them a lot as dogs and on the money line, they won me lots of money. They were really profitable, but I think, you know, this is just the time where it, you're going to see teams that it just kind of comes off uh, San Francisco. It's happening now. Um, they're now almost 10 games out of the second place spot out West. Then, you know, the Rockies again in that division um, it's, you're going to start seeing it with certain teams. Uh, the pretenders are going to start being real big here. So the over just because Baltimore alone might give up five or six runs. All right, next matchup on the board, we got game one in the St. Louis Cardinals, Milwaukee Brewers. We got Lynn Bloom on the mound for the Brewers, minus 120 against the even St. Louis Cardinals and Quing Huan Kim. Sorry if I butchered that one. I believe, is this a pitching matchup of the KBO? Yeah, yeah. Josh Lindboom was the MVP of the KBO two years ago. Quang Hyun Kim, he actually just came over from the KBO. So this is, yeah, man, you've been learning. You've been learning. Look at that KBO knowledge. Trying, man. You got to get in where you fit in. But um, no true opinion on this one for me. Lindbloom, you know, he's got that almost 7 ERA, but this is another, you know, doubleheader game. Um, if I'm looking at anything, let me find it real quick. I want to see if I get a good number on it. Yeah, St. Louis over three, team total, at minus 115. I'm locking that in right right now. So I like that a lot. Two units. All right. 
perfect, perfect. We got the Minnesota Twins and Barrios on the mound against Dylan Cease and the White Sox. Twins minus 140, White Sox plus 120. This is going to be a fun game to watch. Over under nine runs, shaded to the over minus 120. Any thoughts for you here with Barrios and Cease on the mound for these two uh, high-powered offensive teams? Other than the second game of the Pittsburgh-Cincinnati doubleheader, this is probably my other favorite game of the night. Um, we got two 30-win teams here, divisional opponents. I've talked about the system uh, that I follow on the Action Network. Again, not an affiliate, just a wonderful personal tool. Um, contrarian unders for winning teams, a 55% win percentage, 8% ROI. And have you ever gone up, like on a roller coaster, Ira? Have you, have you ever done that? You know, I'm a little bit of a, uh, of a nervous guy, so oh. I, I tend to stay away from roller coasters. But, yes, I've done it a couple of times sure. in my youth. And to say uh, that was one too many times, it was probably one too many times for me. <laughs> sure. Well, this system is, you know, it's making that climb, you know, that climb. So we want to make sure to get on it, you know, as much as we can before, you know, because the way sports betting is, everything pans out, you know, it ebbs and flows. But this system is hitting really, really well right now. So I'm going to look and be absolutely crazy here. These powerful bats for both teams, I'm going to go under first five, five at plus even money, you know, even money. And I'm going to take full game under nine at even money. So I've got 1.75 units on both of those bets. Barrios, strikeout pitcher, Cease, ground ball pitcher, gets lots of outs. Um, both the Twins and the Sox are top five in uh, opponent runs allowed for the first five innings, which they barely allow uh, runs. Now, on the flip side, the scary part of this, which is sports betting, but both of those teams also are top five in offensive runs scored in the first five innings. But I have more faith in the pitching matchups. Both guys are trending up. The last few start or a couple starts for them, their whip has come way down, their control, not a lot of base runners given up. So I'm looking at the under first five and full. I love it, man. Uh, I might have to tell you on that one, but a little scary at the thought of it. Anyways, the next game on the board, we got the game two of the doubleheader Pittsburgh Pirates rolling out Mitch Keller against Anthony Desclafani for the Reds and that's my boy. That's your boy. Minus 150 for the Reds over under seven and a half. Shady the under minus 115. Any thoughts for you here? I'm going to start with the hottest take. The hottest take. And that is the umpire, Hal Gibson III. He has a four and six home money line record. I'm looking at Pittsburgh at plus 140 to win outright. Um, I'm just going to go through some of these Pittsburgh bats. I didn't write every number down because it just seems like every person on this Pittsburgh team rakes against Descalfani. But listen to some of these numbers. So the lowest average on this projected Pittsburgh lineup with at least three at-bats against Descalfani is a 278. And that's Adam Frazier, which is a capable, capable, capable hitter. Now, the, probably one of the better bats against Descalfani, and I'm calling my shot right here, Colin Moran is going to go yard. He has 13 at-bats against Esclafani. He hits 308, three homers, seven ribbies. Then you got Gregory Polanco, 21 at-bats, hitting 333, two homers, five ribbies. I'm, I'm going to say it again. Desclafani is going to give up at least one dinger today. And if it was a full game, I would say two dingers. But 
possibly with base runners on since his 2020 whip is a 1.76, which is higher than his career of 1.29. I like the Pittsburgh team total over. And, um, yeah, Desclafani Dingers. You know, he's just going to be serving them up. All right, man. Love the take. Love the info. That's why we keep you around, Devin. Uh, next game on the board, we got the Oakland Athletics. Game one of a doubleheader again. Jesus Lazardo, the lefty against – Marco Gonzalez, the lefty for the Mariners, minus 160 for the Athletics, plus 130 for the Mariners, over under six. Shaded to the under, minus 120. Any thoughts for you here on this one? General hitting downgrade for both teams against lefties. We've talked about it before. Maybe I have. Probably me. I've talked about it, and Marco Gonzalez being the Mariners' quote-unquote ace. Um his ERA just keeps dropping over his last few starts. Luxardo, the last time we talked about this kid, his ERA was at 4.2 something. It's now under the four mark. These pitchers are trending in the right way. Now, it, this sucks for my futures tickets. Matt Chapman out for the season, hip surgery. They're also going to be down Chad Pender tonight, who's a solid platoon right fielder for them. Um, and then the Mariners are missing a couple infielders probably tonight in J.P. Crawford as well as Shed Long Jr. Um, so I'm looking at the under in, in the first five specifically just because, you know, Luxardo There's has no great first power. five, Devin. First game three one, and a half. Seven inning game. First three and a half. You know what <laughs> I mean. <laughs> uh, yeah, so maybe looking at full game, but I have a stronger lean to the first three and a half under. All right, I love it, man. Uh, I love the info. I'm, I'm going to tell you on that one as well. Uh, next game up on the board, another game two doubleheader, Cardinals and Daniel Ponce de Leon against Corbin Burns and the Milwaukee Brewers. Uh, Brewers minus $2 here, Cardinals plus 160, over under six, shade the under minus 115. Devin, give me something here. I know you like something in the first game. Give me something here in the second game. Hmm. Milwaukee, team total over three and a half at minus 120. Because All right, cool. Ponce de Leon just lets people hit the ball for fun. He lets them ponce on them. <laughs> oh. Uh, anyways, next, <laughs> <laughs> next game on the board, we got the Philadelphia Phillies and Vince Velasquez against Pablo Lopez and the Miami Marlins. Marlins minus 120 here. Phillies even money over under eight and a half. Shaded to the over at minus 115. Uh, I kind of like kind of thinking Marlins over the team total, but mm -hmm. maybe uh, maybe you can talk me out of it. Well, I'm not going to talk you out of it, but I do have the under in this game. But that's, Oof, even it, with the Philly bullpen, even with the Philly bullpen. But, you know, I got some reasoning behind it. All right. I got some reasoning behind it. Um, these two pitchers, right? They again, they're trending. They're trending in the right way. Lopez usually has a pretty solid whip. You know, he's a 1.27 career whip pitcher. 1.38 this year. It's not that much more, but you know, it's it's more, and it's still pretty low as far as league average goes. 40 Ks versus 13 walks. His last couple starts, his last one specifically, it was just a control issue. Was, he just couldn't get his off-speed stuff under control. He's too good of a pitcher to do that two starts in a row, especially with how, you know, his whip and his, you know, his ex-fib and bat-pib and all, all that stuff has been trending. Um, 
you know, in the last two starts, he's allowed less hits than normal, but more ERA. It was just kind of fluky in my opinion. So he also has only allowed three home runs on the year. Highest whip of the year was his last start, and that was that 1.38, which is really, really solid still. Now on Velasquez's side, his last start, he went five innings, nine Ks, and had his lowest whip since his third start on August 9th. Now, Philly is third in the majors in strikes, strikeouts per game as a hitting team. That's why I like Lopez a lot here. He's a strikeout pitcher. Philly strikes out a crap ton. So if you get a good value on a good strikeout prop total for Lopez, I say hit the over. And then one last little bit, the Mar- or I'm sorry, the Phillies are also 11th in opponents' strikeouts per game. So pretty solid, almost top 10. So I'm looking at some strikeouts tonight. Velasquez had nine last time out. Uh, Lopez is a strikeout pitcher. So I'm looking at a lot of swings and misses. All right, man, I like it. Uh, Devin, uh, Devin, before we get into the basketball and hockey here, just want to remind everybody, if you don't have an account over at mybookie.ag, go sign up for one. Use the promo code HOOPBALL, that's H-O-O-P-B-A-L-L, and you'll get a 100% match on your first deposit and a free $10 MLB future. So go over there, go to mybookie.ag, and use the promo code HOOPBALL. Uh, next, uh, next thing we need to talk about is NBA here and, uh, that, but that's not for, that's not until tomorrow, correct? There's no oh yeah. NBA yep. Yep. Day. You are correct. Yeah. Yeah. But we can, we, we can just kind of glance over we, yeah, real, yeah. real Let's quick. Do it. We already teased. Uh, yeah, I think, uh, I think 207, you, you might see the under in play. I mean, game sevens, unders mm-hmm. are in play, but I think I'm going to go contrarian here and take the over 207, yeah. uh, and a half. And again, uh, with uh, with everything I always say, pre-flop betting NBA is the most difficult thing you can do. And uh, we saw it the other day. We saw it yesterday with Nuggets Clippers. If you took the Nuggets when they were down big, uh, they came back and won the game. So uh, I always see. I always say wait and see. So let's see how things develop tomorrow, and uh, we'll uh, we'll keep it going and keep it rolling with some NBA live bets um, and leans as well. Uh, Miami Boston. Uh, that's going to be a tough one. Uh, I think we should just wait on that to tomorrow yeah, and yeah. see uh, see if there's any new game plans, uh, new people sitting out, sure. you know, rolling into the rotation. Sure. I know, uh, you know, a lot of things can change with the Celtics rotation from series to series. So uh, let's uh, let's ponder on that tonight and see about tomorrow uh, when we talk a little bit more. All right. Absolutely. I like that. All right, we got a fantastic game tonight. Vegas down three to one in the series against the Dallas Stars. Uh, Vegas minus one seventy against the Stars. Stars plus one fifty. Uh, you got to think that this is a must-win game here for the Vegas Golden Knights. Down three to one, elimination game. Uh, I just I, I can't lay the minus one seventy, Devin. Yeah, I just can't yeah. do it. So if it's, you're gonna bet anything here, if you're gonna bet anything, it's gonna be the minus one and a half on the puck line or Vegas hmm. to win in regulation. But yeah, no, I, I'm not. Uh, Vegas can't seem to get the goal the goal in the net, and uh, they they need to turn some things around, or else it's gonna be a pretty long off season for them, and they're gonna be quite disappointed in not making the final. So hmm. uh, I like I lean uh, Vegas, but at minus one seventy, I just can't do it. It seems like that they've had like you know a minus one sixty minus one seventy number a lot in this series, and I feel like people that you know 
bet the stars this series individually throughout the games have probably made a decent amount of money because they've you know they've been catching some pretty good juice on this or opposite juice on this uh money line throughout the series um man i just for you and i's futures tickets uh let's go golden knights <laughs> yeah well the good thing is i do have the tampa bay lightning on a futures as well Ooh, so nice. uh it looks like the Lightning should close this one out against the Islanders. Maybe not tomorrow, but uh, they definitely should win, being up three to one. So we'll see how that goes. Hopefully, one of my futures tickets can come through to the Stanley Cup, and we will go from there. But yeah, I mean, uh, night's going to win tonight, so I'm just rooting for my futures tickets. Sit back, enjoy the game, maybe with a cold beverage, and uh, you know, hopefully the Knights can right the ship and put some goals in uh, against Kudobin, who's been pretty great. Uh, in goal for them since Ben Bishop went down. And it's a very Jekyll and Hyde Dallas team against, uh, you know, from one series to the next with against the Avalanche to the to the Vegas Golden Knights. So, you know, allowing a lot of goals and high-scoring games against the Avalanche to very low-scoring games against the Vegas Golden Knights. Who would have thought? Right, Anyways, right. Uh, that's it for today's show, Devin. Uh, any parting words? Uh, you know, obviously – we would love for all of our listeners to chime in with us on Twitter. I'm at Iris Silver Magic. Devin's at DALE007, and we're at Hoopball Gaming. Uh, please, please, please uh, hit a five star review for us yes. on uh, iTunes. That would really help the uh, podcast along. Any any other parting words, Devin? Except for let's go let's go make some money tonight. You know, it's just it's a thin slate, but you know, hopefully we helped some people find some value. I, I feel pretty good about the baseball stuff tonight. And again, I just want to say thank you to everybody. I mean, it's the, the interaction that we're picking uh, some steam up on lately has been just, uh, it makes me bubbly, man. Bubbly and giddly. Thank you to all the loyal listeners out there. We really appreciate all the support. Um, and we'll see you tomorrow. Thanks, guys. Let's go win some money. Go Giants! This has been a Hoop Ball presentation. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.